Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Leadership is a combination of a lot of different skills that one needs to learn, to hone, to develop, to grow in order to be effective. Leadership, as I'm sure you experience it, is not only theoretical, but it's quite practical in nature. And like any other discipline, it takes a lot of time, sometimes even confusion and frustration, if you're not skilled in how to do something. Recently, I had to do something on my car, which seemed quite easy when I looked at YouTube, tried to do it myself. After about two hours, I realized it's actually not working out. It's not as easy as it seems. Called for someone who was skilled in the work that had to be done. Within five to 10 minutes, they were done. I was so frustrated. How could they do in five minutes what I failed to do in two hours? Then it hit me. Oftentimes, it's not that you can't do something, but chances are you might lack certain skills which enable you to be effective in what needs to be done. And I'm super excited in today's podcast episode to look at eight skills which I strongly believe are very important for each and every leader to hone. In fact, these are skills that will set your leadership apart. In this podcast episode, we'll be looking at, as Stephen Covey lists, the seven critical social skills that everyone needs to develop in their personal lives. The first one being being proactive, beginning with the end in mind, putting first things first, Thinking win-win, seeking first to understand, then only to be understood, to synergize, and to reward yourself. I'll throw in the last one, which will be a bonus for you. Well, welcome back to Take Your Lead podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, my question to you is, where have you been? But nonetheless, we're super excited that you're part of a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. Thank you so much for continuing to invest in your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. As we know, growth is never automatic. Growth needs time. Growth needs effort. Growth needs you to be very intentional about growing. Every time you need to ask yourself a question, and that's how excellence is actually built. Am I doing better today what I did yesterday? And this is a question that every leader needs to grapple with because growth is incremental. And I know sometimes we think it will happen overnight, but it's a journey of growth that enables you to look back and see how far you've come. 
someone recently shared something so profound to me within growth, which I wanted to share with our podcast family just before we dive into today's episode. Growth sometimes feels like you're losing. Like everything you know and love is at risk. Like who you were wasn't good enough. Like who you are is a stranger. Growth is good. But the pain that accompanies it can feel bad. Nevertheless, stay committed to your growth. Sometimes your new life will cost you pieces of your old one. And I love this so much because it speaks of how in the process of growth, one of the things I always share with my coaching clients is how as you grow, there's what we call a growth gap. And this is where you somewhat are distanced or separated a bit from some of the relationships that were a norm to you, people whom you did life with. But all of a sudden, because you think differently, you approach life differently, you're growing there's this gap that comes about and allow that gap because some of us tend to backtrack into comfort simply because we're not too sure if am I losing. And that's part of growth because truth of the matter is as you grow, you lose even certain items like in your physical body, there were clothes and shoes which you loved, which even at times you spent so much money on to have. But as you grow, your body outgrows those clothes, your feet outgrow those shoes. So one of two things can happen. You can insist on wearing the same clothes, insist on wearing the same shoes. Two things will happen. One, when people look at you wearing bigger or smaller rather clothes, they will think something is wrong. You'll actually look not only funny, but it will just be an off picture because you're wearing something that's beautiful, but it's too small. Second thing that can happen is wear those shoes, but you'll be very uncomfortable in the steps that you take simply because your feet are squashed in those shoes. So my advice to you or my challenge to you is be willing to outgrow certain items, be willing to outgrow certain relationships, be willing to outgrow certain patterns of thinking, be willing to outgrow certain conversations. And that's how you'll be able to climb to the next level. Let's look now at the eight social skills that every leader needs to develop. The question then would be, what are social skills? Because one of the key important things, which as I said at the top of the episode, sets you apart as a leader, is your emotional and social skills. There's a study that was recently done looking at Gen Z and how Gen Z, looking at four areas of growth and development by psychologists, the first one being the cognitive abilities. Gen Z is extremely smart. Cognitively, they are brighter, they're smarter. That's why you can give a child young of age and they're able to navigate a phone and do things that even you yourself would not even know how to do or where to even begin to find such. Cognitively, they're very, very sharp. Biologically, in terms of their body, they mature quicker. You would be shocked uh, when someone tells you their age and you look at their height, their body stature, simply because biologically they mature quicker. So cognitively they mature faster, they're smarter, they're wiser, not wiser, but smarter because there's a difference between being wise and smart, which we'll talk to possibly in a different episode. They're also physically stronger and bigger. However, when it comes to emotional and social growth, they lag behind a lot. 
And this is what I want to speak to in today's episode. We spoke in a recent episode about the emotional part uh, and emotional awareness and it's part of emotional intelligence, which is a beautiful skill that can be developed and learned. And that's the beauty about these skills that I'm talking about. You might not have grown with them. You might not been given access to see them in action. However, that's the beauty of these skills. You can learn, hone, and master them. So social skills, what are social skills? Social skills are defined as an individual's ability to use interpersonal skills and behaviors that are pleasing to others in social interactions. Social skills are important in an individual's life because they are often a good indicator of future success in adulthood or in whatever venture or interest you might want to pursue. And this becomes important when it, we look at uh, social skills, this speaks of interpersonal skills. How do you relate with the people that you lead? And I think the challenge or the temptation oftentimes in leadership is to operate in a silo. And that's very dangerous because as a leader, if you are in a silo and you do not have your hands and feet on the ground and the people whom you lead, you do not relate with them at a certain level, you'll find yourself being too upfront to the extent that you are disconnected from the reality. Because truth of the matter, leadership is about people. We have to lead people. We have to do life with people. And this is where the interpersonal skills come in. Because people are different. People are dynamic. People are diverse. People don't think the same. People don't speak the same. I was sharing this with my wife recently. One of the things I'm learning within leadership, initially as I grow, and I'm still growing in this area, I would be very threatened when someone would come with a different mind, a different question, a different approach. And I would often think that the attack is to my leadership, only to learn that it's really my own insecurities within leadership. But as I began to grow, I then began to understand that I actually need to be surrounded by people who think differently than me, who speak differently than me. And that becomes my strength because they're able to be strong in an area of weakness. But that's something you also develop as a skill. So how do you relate interpersonally with the people that you lead? In a social setting, how do you assert yourself? And one of the key questions you need to always ask yourself, two questions. One, why am I in this room? Why am I in this setting? The why, as um, um, Simon Sinek speaks in his amazing book, uh, starting with the why, you always need to ask yourself why. Because once you understand your why, you will be better positioned to contribute to that room. So why am I here? Secondly, who is in this room? Because the who then will enable you to know how to respond to uh, the protocol, the rank of the people in that room. Because people are not the same. Might be in the same room, dressed the same way, but it's different personalities, sometimes even different uh, rank that they might have. But that also stems from why you are in the room. And once you've identified why and who else is in the room, you then know how to show up as your best self in that room. Back to what Stephen Covey was speaking about, the seven critical social skills that each and every individual needs to develop in their lives. The first one is being proactive. So when you talk about being proactive, it speaks of taking action. Because as a leader, you need to be the one who takes action. The bug ends or stops with you. Information might come to you, but after interpreting the information, you need to take action. You need to be assertive in your leadership. You need to make things happen. 
rather than wait for things to come to you. Oftentimes, as a leader, you are the one who actually sees problems even before they show up. By the time people see problems, you've already seen them and even have solutions to them. So when you are proactive as a leader, you take control and consider each situation as your own responsibility because there's a huge difference between having responsibility and taking responsibility. But as a leader, we're not only impressed with having responsibility, but we take the responsibility, we own it. I spoke in a recent episode about leadership being extreme ownership, where you begin to ask yourself as a leader, what is it about my leadership that contributed to the success or the failure of this particular decision or event or whatever it is that you might have been responsible for? So the first skill that you need to develop within social learning and social awareness is you being pro active. It's extremely important for you to be proactive. And this also helps you a lot even within uh, how you relate with other people. Because oftentimes I always advise this, that when you're in a social setting, uh, oftentimes people are always on the other side, the receiving end, and not too sure what to expect, what to do. One of the things that help is firstly to be there on time and to be the first one who's proactive to introduce yourself, to welcome people, to acquaint yourself with the environment, the meeting place. That helps you to be proactive rather than waiting for people to walk up to you to introduce themselves. Be that person who takes the steps to introduce yourself, to ask them what they do, um, and to be able to build rapport. And that's the skill each and every leader needs to learn being proactive. The second uh, skill, which also becomes important, is beginning with the end in mind. And this is a big one because it helps you to plan because as a leader, you need to be thorough in your planning. You need to always ask yourself, if you're doing something, what is it that, what's the win? Uh, we've got part of our daily planner, part of what we have included there is an incredible tool which helps you identify your three big wins weekly, daily. What are the three main things that if I do today or this week, I would have achieved and been productive and taken steps closer to the person I want to become, to the goals that I want to achieve and the growth in becoming the person I want to become. And this helps you to have the end in mind. By the time you wake up, you already see the end. So that even as you go about your day, you are navigating your day with that picture in mind. This is true even within social settings, as we're talking about um, the social skills that you need to have. When pursuing a relationship or a conversation or a meeting ahead of the meeting, ask yourself, what do I want to talk about from this meeting? What is it that I want to do? What kind of relationship am I looking for from this person? And as you learn to plan, and oftentimes it comes with immense trial and error. However, you're always better for it. And it's a habit that you need to be very intentional about. I love the model that Vanessa Van Edwards uses when she teaches uh, the GPS method of planning. GPS uh, speaking of what is an acronym of G, gather, P, prioritize, S, set. She speaks of G being gathering as to how before you start a major task, you need to gather what you need. So always ask yourself, what is it that I'm going to need uh, for this task at hand? Is it a pen? Is it a diary? Is it a contact? Is it a light? Is it a laptop? Is it a business card? Is it a quotation? Is it an invoice? Is it a book? Is it a, I don't know. You need to always gather that ahead of time so that when you need to show up and do whatever, you do not now need to pause and go gather that. So every time you do something, even showing up in a meeting or a room, ask yourself what will be needed of me in the front end or on the front end rather than the back end. 
that's gather. Then P, you prioritize. The next step is to plan out their priorities in advance. What are the goals of this meeting? What are the goals of this conversation? What are the goals of this business venture? What are the goals of me even uh, doing what I'm wanting to do? And this helps you as well as you start off your day. One of the questions I ask when working through the growth plan is, are my priorities aligned to my values? Because this helps you to move away from prioritizing things that you don't value, things that are not moving you closer to the goal, closer to the person you want to become, but actually moving you further away. So always ask yourself, what are the goals? And what is it that I need to prioritize? Then lastly, S, which is set. And this is the last method to set a deadline. It's very important for you to set a deadline. And one of the things I also advise is to set even oftentimes artificial deadlines, which enable you to plan better. Because if you do not have an end goal or an end time, you can go on and on forever. But good planning has to stop time for each and every activity so that everything gets done. Because if you go about doing everything, you will never achieve anything significant. Great leaders are people who have decided to zoom into one area of focus and give it their all. Never spread yourself too thin as a leader. It compromises your leadership. So have one activity a day that involves the GPS model which you just went through. It will help you greatly. So number one, you need to ensure that as a leader, you are proactive. Secondly, you need to begin with the end in mind. Number three, you need to put first things first. There's the amazing experiment from the scientist in the lab who was speaking to the students and asking them about priorities and one of the things he did he had stones the bigger stones and the smaller stones and the sand and he asked them would all these things be able to fit and they said no and initially he first started with the bigger stones then put the smaller pebbles and then the sand and this speaks of putting first things first because if you make time for the bigger most important things in your life automatically the smaller things find form around the important things in your life. Never leave important things to chance. You need to, I think it's Michael Hyatt who says, what gets scheduled gets done. If you do not schedule certain things, they will never get done. So always put first things first. If you're a person of faith, oftentimes that would be God and your relationship with God, the house of God you're serving. Prioritize that. Because oftentimes we want what we prioritize to revolve around other smaller priorities, whereas it ought to be the other way around, where everything else revolves around the main big things. If it's your family, if it's your spouse, if it's your relationships, you would know, but put first things first. There's a fascinating uh, review study as well, which was done by the Harvard Business Review, which suggests that having fun first, for example, might actually be better. This, is, this begs the question of play now and pay later or pay now and play later. So what the study did, the researchers built a makeshift spa in a laboratory complete with a massage chair and foot bath. They had a group of students. They took 259 students freely who chose to visit the spa either before or after the midterm exams. And funny enough, while I even myself assumed that the students who went after the exams could finally relax and be free from midterm stress. Students who visited the spa before midterms actually enjoyed themselves just as much as those who visited the spa after midterms. And I'm saying this because oftentimes within priorities, it's very important for you to also strike a balance so that you do not, you're not too hard on yourself. Because as a leader, it's very important for you to prioritize certain things, but at the same time also create free time for yourself so that you can be productive as a leader.
The fourth skill, which is very important, is thinking win-win. I cannot overemphasize this point because oftentimes the mistake we make is to think lose-win, win-lose, that I have to lose for you to win or I need to win for you to lose. And that's a poor or poverty mindset. We need to always think win-win, where we are challenging ourselves knowing that I do not have to lose for you to win, but if I win, you win. And this speaks of how it's a skill that we need to learn because it will help us avoid competition. And it's good to have competition personally, as they always say that if you compete with yourself, you become better. But if you compete with others, you become better. So the question is, do you want to be better or do you want to be better? And part of how you can be better is to think win-win. Competition is great. I'm not shying away from competition, but not when it becomes over-competitive. Because this creates a lot of stress and anxiety. But when you think win-win, it's easier for you to cooperate with the people that you lead. It's easier because this fosters relationship building. And it also, one of the things I've learned about thinking win-win and living a life in with the win-win mindset, it's more socially rewarding and less mentally draining than having to compete with others. There's actually a study as well, which was done where researchers studied a group of um, teenagers aged 9 to 14 or other children who were playing basketball and they were broken down into three groups. One uh, of the first group was a one-on-one -on -one game which had direct competition. The second group, they partnered up to try to get a high score, which was cooperation amongst themselves. The third group was a two-on-two -two game, which involved cooperation and competition. And the result was amazing. Kids who had greater satisfaction and higher scores in, were the ones in the two-on-two -two game, which speaks of how when you think win-win, competition combined with cooperation is the key to success. I love what Franklin Roosevelt says. He says, competition has been shown to be useful to a certain point and no further. But cooperation, which is the thing we must strive for today, begins where competition leaves off. So it becomes extremely key for you to always think win-win. The fifth skill that we need to hone and develop is that of seeking first to understand rather than to be understood. And this touches the part of empathy because you need to be empathetic if you're going to be relating well with the people around you. Empathy is an essential social skill. Studies show that empathy is crucial for an individual to build happy relationships with friends and family, as well as to do well in the work or career in terms of what you are doing. So it's important for you to always ask yourself the golden question. Why do I think this particular individual did that? Why am I doing this? This enables you to be empathetic or to put yourself in the shoes of the other person. So you need to always consider the other person. Seek first to understand them rather than fighting to get your point across. It doesn't always have to be your way or the highway. Be willing to put down, watch, even sometimes you might even be right, but give the other person a chance so that they can learn and so that they can grow. The sixth skill, which it becomes also very important, is that of synergy. Synergy speaks of being able to Bring certain things together. It's very important for you to synergize or to spend time so that you're able to join what needs to be put together. 
And the seventh social skill which becomes important and a lot of us tend to overlook is rewarding yourself. Make time to reward yourself. When you've done something well, take time to just spoil yourself, to invest in yourself, to relax, to chill it out, and to even take in the moment. I think oftentimes when you are a high achiever, you tend to always rush to the next thing. You always tend to beat yourself up. I could have done it better. I should have done it better. To the extent that you even miss out on the moment of taking it in. But reward yourself. Reward yourself with success. Reward yourself with that pat on the shoulder. Reward yourself with that vacation. Reward yourself with that new gadget. Reward yourself with that new item. Because you work extremely hard to do what you do, to get what you've gotten. So when you get it, take time to take it in, to enjoy it, and to be grateful. Because this helps you cultivate an attitude of gratitude so that you do not feel entitled. It's very important. I hope I can emphasize this reward yourself. Praise even the efforts that you put into making. For example, I'm going to celebrate myself. In the next month, I would have been a year into podcasting. We'll be dropping our 52nd podcast episode and I'm extremely excited for that because it started as an idea. It started as a passion project. I was not too sure if I would be able to. I had to invest in resources, had to build relationships, had to grow my content, had to build my website. And I'm so excited because almost into a year now, We've been doing this for 52 weeks. And to the guys who are working behind the scenes, Ashley, incredible post-production that he continues to do, Siabonga all the way in Russia, who helps curate the podcast episode notes. It's really amazing. And the Take Your Lead community, um, who we continue to consume the content. We meet with uh, bi-monthly, weekly on Zoom and connect and grow together. And I'm doing this and I'm just rewarding myself with praising the efforts that we are putting in. Because part of what this does, it helps you to have a growth mindset in that you're able to see the future and celebrate the small incremental steps that you are making towards the future. So I said I would share seven of these social skills which are very important. And we spoke to the seven of these skills. The first one being proactive. And this is important for you to be proactive because you are in charge as a leader. Take responsibility. The second skill was beginning with the end in mind. You need to have a plan as a leader. Because if as a leader you don't have a plan, they always say if you do not plan, uh, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So always have a plan. Begin with the end in mind. The third, put first things first. We spoke a bit about working first and then playing a bit later. Fourth, think win-win. Everyone can win. We, as Oprah would always say, you're getting one, you're getting one, we're all getting one. So all of us can win. Fifth, seek first to understood, then to be understood. Seek first to understand, sorry, rather than to be understood. Listen before you talk. There's a reason you've got two ears and one mouth. Six, synergize. Together is better. Alone, I may drop. Together, we're an ocean. Synergize. Work with other people. Seven, reward yourself reward yourself. And then lastly, which is the bonus, be indistractable. Have a laser-like focus. And this is very important. One of the things I've seen as a social skill is a leader for you to be focused. It's very important. Do not be distracted by minimal things that do not contribute to the bigger goal. It's very important. Being indistractable speaks of having the ability to manage distractions and focus on the task at hand, especially in a world where we are swamped with a lot of work, where social media 
uh, electronics and emojis, it's always easy to think about your phone and jump on your phone, checking the notifications. Even as I'm recording now, I was so tempted a few times to check, but I intentionally moved my phone away so that I'm not distracted. Oftentimes, I would even uh, put my phone on flight mode. And, and it's very important because you need to develop the skill because if you, productivity, in fact, destruction is the enemy of productivity and creativity. It's hard for you to be creative if you are distracted. It's hard for you to be present in a moment, in a conversation, uh, in whatever you are working on if you are distracted. So it's very important for you to avoid being distracted. It's very, very, very important. It's extremely important. So train yourself. Train yourself. Tell yourself, I'm not going to be easily distracted. I'm definitely not going to be easily distracted. And I hope these social skills that I've shared with us in today's episode will help us take our lead and help us be the best leaders that we are created to be. Thank you so much for being part of this episode. Do remember to download the podcast episode notes, which are a great tool, which will help you with application. Until we meet again, ensure that you continue to take your lead. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.nzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.